This morning on the third hour of today, winter's wrath. An historic storm on the move. Blizzard warnings stretching across much of the country. Wind, ice, and up to two feet of snow while the South is dealing with record February heat. And we're going to track all of it. Plus, in our series, Family Style, I'm going to visit a Harlem staple that's been around for generations. Every day when I walk in, I get to feel like my grandmother's still with me. Meet the family, carrying on a fantastically delicious tradition and the special place this restaurant holds in our nation's history. And they're a design dream team. Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brent filling us in on the return of their hit home decor show. Today, Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Al, our cousin Jacob Sobral is here this morning. You know we love a good celebration here on the third hour. And so I'm so delighted to tell you that today is National, National Margarita, Margarita Day. Day. Cheers. Yes, and we have some here. Uh, cheers, guys. Cheers to you. Do you drink cheers margaritas? All. Do you like margaritas? Do I drink margaritas? Does Jacob I mean, does like- sun come up in the morning? <laughs> come on. Like, you know, zen. Oops. Well, okay. now. Well, maybe you know not. You know maybe I've had one already. Obviously, you started early. <laughs> I've had one already. That's you guys, funny. you know what pairs perfectly with margaritas? Oh, What's that? One. The beach. Oh. And our pal, Sam Brock, as the assignment of the day, he is live in Miami <laughs> Beach. Sam, it is February 22nd. I don't know if you noticed. We are Hashtag talking about record heat. Yes. Across the South. What's going on down there? Oh, I noticed. By the way, guys, <laughs> cheers. National oh, Margarita Day. Man. You didn't think I was going to let you down. Papapalooza. I'm going to put this down for a second. Okay. And I'm very happy that you're still calling me a friend right now because this is straight up a oh, thirst man. trap at the moment. <laughs> a thirst trap. Look at this. All right, so it's 70-something degrees, 75 maybe. It's going to be like 80 or so today in Miami Beach. And beautiful weather. The beach right here, the, the actual water temperature is about 77 degrees, which is a couple degrees warmer than normal. But this is typical for South Florida this time of the year. What is not typical is what we're seeing in places like Orlando, which is expected to hit 90 degrees, as Jacob points out, on February 22nd. It's not typical that in Louisiana, Mardi Gras is going on right now. You know, it was Fat Tuesday a couple of days ago, and they're looking at temperatures, guys, in the 80s, which is 15 to 20 degrees higher than normal for this time of the year. So everyone, perhaps in the South, is feeling like they're in a party kind of mood because it's not seasonally appropriate. We are still in the end of winter, and it very much feels like summer right now in Florida and throughout a whole span of the South. I wish I could just jump through the TV right now. I hear we will be breaking a few records uh, in the coming days. So we talked, Chanel, about Orlando. If Orlando gets to 90 degrees, this would be the first time that's happened in February since 1962. You also have Washington, D.C., which is projected to hit 80 degrees today. If that happens in February, it's only occurred three times in modern history, and two of them are in the 1930s and the 1940s. I could just list off cities right now that are projected to break records. Raleigh and Charlotte and North Carolina are both expected to hit somewhere in the mid-80s. They would both be reaching new ground there, as well as Birmingham, Alabama, Richmond, Virginia. You're talking about a section of the country that goes from Louisiana all the way to the Carolinas and D.C., so enjoy the warm weather while it lasts, guys. And and, uh, we really appreciate, Sam, that you... Kerry Sanders bequeathed you his shorts and, and work, walking into the water. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Is. Oh, that is a Kerry Sanders tribute if I ever saw one. Okay. Sam, have a good swim, it. buddy. Yeah, and could you go get a turtle and release Thank that into you. the water? A dolphin, too, please. Yeah, exactly. We'll Save a dolphin, mouth to mouth, and then call no us. No turtles yet. 
Oh, that's the tequila talk. <laughs> sure All right, thank Sam, you, thank Sam. you. All right, let's head from Miami Beach to Minneapolis, separated by about 1,700 miles and 60 degrees. Drink of choice, probably hot chocolate, because yeah. there's a monster storm that could bring some record snowfall. Miami native Gabe Gutierrez. Oh, is, not even right. So unfair. Right. That's it. So, Gabe, oh. you must, Gabe, you must feel pretty uh, good about Sam getting the, uh, the assignment. He's wearing there. shorts, too, right, Gabe? <laughs> Hey, guys. All right. I'd like to file a complaint here. This, uh, I'm watching Sam, and something's just not right here. I mean, yes, I am from Miami, and somehow I get this assignment. And no, guys, as we zoom out, I am not wearing shorts. Good for Sam. I'm a huge fan that he got this assignment. But just look at how much snow is falling overnight, guys. This is the wow, first crazy. wave. We're expecting to get a second wave of snow later on today with some intense winds. And now you've been reporting on this throughout the morning, potentially record-breaking snow here in Minneapolis. And, of course, this is an area that is used to wicked weather, uh, but they may be looking at one of their top five largest snowfalls here when it's all said and done. The National Weather Service warning of uh, impossible travel conditions later on today. And overnight, we saw some intense weather in other parts of the country. In California, there were high winds that knocked out power to hundreds of thousands of people. Travel conditions are already treacherous in parts of the Pacific Northwest, also Montana, North Dakota. And yes, as I mentioned, all this snow here. And you know, guys, it may be National Margarita Day. The only thing I'm having out here is probably a frozen margarita. Oh. And yes, maybe a hot toddy. They're hot eagerly chocolate. delicious, Kate. Yeah. Don't but, worry. You know, it's, it's exp it is a serious condition out yeah. here. The yeah. governor here has you know, issued executive orders here, and it's expected to get much worse later on today. Yeah. But again, I'll throw it back to you guys. And Thank you know, you, I got to shout yeah. with Sam about how know, this all worked well, out. I know Gabe mentioned earlier that, uh, that the National Weather Service there in Minneapolis said near impossible travel conditions. So so make sure you check with your, be your, your local NBC station. They're going to have all your latest weather because uh, this literally stretches coast to coast. And I will say, you know, sometimes when you live in an area like Minneapolis, you think, oh, okay, I'm used you know, to it. we do snow. No, We're used to no, it. But they this get this, is... Last time they had a snowstorm like this, 2010, was back in Wow. So wow. Uh, going to be kind of interesting. Be all safe, right. guys. So be careful. All right. Well, all that snow makes for a pretty picture. Do you ever take weather pics? Oh, absolutely. You probably all do. All the time. All right. Well, these days, we all reach for our cell phones whenever we want to snap a photo. But here's what we're talking about today. Apparently, there is a growing throwback trend. Throwback. NBC Stephanie Gosk is here to tell us more. I used to have one. I'm oh, like, yeah. remember, remember when you had cameras? a phone yes. and a camera? Exactly. Yes. So back when these came out, they were a big deal, right? Sure. And they had 12 megapixels. And everyone was like, wow, that's so cool. Best camera ever. Now you can get an iPhone 14. You want to know how many it has? How many? 48. Wow. Mm. But these are all the rage among the Gen Zers. Uh -oh. It is the new must-have accessory. Now that smartphones have been engineered to take perfect photos, Gen Z has other ideas. And I take all my pictures on this. Blurry, grainy, and blown-out snaps are all the rage. It's no longer cool to be in focus. These digital point-and-shoot cameras are just the kind of low-tech influencers are looking for. To my surprise, this actually works, and I just took this photo that looks kind of sickening that I need to post on Instagram. Hashtag digital camera is exploding. The trendsetters buying them now had their baby pictures taken with them two decades ago. This is an era, isn't it? This, this is represents an era. an era. This is the era before everyone started using their phone. At K&M Camera in Manhattan, they can't keep digital cameras on the shelf. Do you have people coming in here, kids coming in here uh, looking for these? I mean, this is what everyone wants. I mean, we buy 
seriously, uh, probably a hundred of these a week and sell almost all of them. Really? 24-year-old Kaylee Sakamoto says her grandmother gave her an old camera. Why do you use it? It's kind of nice to just have a different aesthetic choice and it's instead of filters and everything, it just comes like that. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Do you like that it feels kind of old? Yeah, it's nice and it's also a, a step away from being on your phone all the time. We tried one out in the neighborhood, comparing it to photos taken with an iPhone 13. As you can see, a much softer feel. And it's not just old digital either. Film is making a comeback as well. At Tuttle Cameras in Long Beach, the owner says film sales have recently tripled, with demand for vintage cameras skyrocketing during the pandemic. And for those who can't afford to get a new old camera, there's a hack. Retrofitting the latest iPhone to take the new old-looking photos. Gen Z has done this kind of thing before with low-rise jeans and tracksuits. This is iconic. This is such a sleigh. Wireless headphones have been ditched for wires. Just don't tell them that making everything old new again is actually nothing new. All right, so, you know, we've got a few examples of some of these old phones. You know what's also making a comeback? The Polaroid. Yes. I took this wonderful snap of you guys before the show. Of us drinking margaritas. Wait, That's check right. it out. You're, which so you're cool. still drinking, by the way. And I, I, I do not have one. So <laughs> way to treat we'll your we'll guests. Get you, we'll get you one. Yeah, so on Margarita you know, Day. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I have one of these, had one of these in my drawer. Leela, my, my uh, Gen Z, took, took it back to Paris with her. Wow. Yeah. So here's a little thing. This camera costs as much today as it did 20 years ago because they've become that popular. They're the that, best. That's crazy. I, so my first digital camera, 1997, it was a Sony Mavica. It didn't even have a, an SD card. What it had it was is. a floppy yeah. disk what? that you put in and it would oh, take man. like 24 pictures on it. 24 pictures. And like you, a real floppy yeah, disk. And then you take the floppy disk out and put it in your computer and that's how you got to see, see your pictures. Because your computer had a floppy disk reader. Drive. 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 Yeah. They don't have any. <laughs> there you right. go. That's good stuff. Oh my gosh. I love that stuff. Someone get her margarita now? That's Thank right. Well, yeah. while we Thank do, uh, we've got not just one, but two steps. Hey. We've got Stephanie Rule standing by on deck to help us pump up our credit scores and tell us what we absolutely should not do. And then in our latest family style, we're going to pay a visit to a restaurant that holds a special place in New York City history, especially when it comes to civil rights, when we meet the family behind Sylvia's. Third hour today, we'll be right back. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before. He'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com.
This morning in our series on the money, we are talking about an incredibly important number, your credit score. Listen to this. According to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, nearly 20 million Americans right now are what we consider credit invisible, meaning they don't have any credit or have unscorable reports. So let's talk about it this morning. We have Stephanie Rule here this morning, our NBC's senior business analyst. You always make vegetables yummy. Um, <laughs> this one's really it's important. so important. It's really, really important. So, so let's first just, I know it sounds simple, but what, what is a credit score? Okay, it is basically a measure of how good you are at borrowing money. Okay. It's what potential lenders look at to say, should I loan Chanel money and what should the terms be? It's okay. put together by, do you have credit cards, mm-hmm. right? Do you have loans? How much debt do you have out there? And what your repayment history is. So those potential lenders can decide how much they want to lend you and at what rate. So then when we said 20 million Americans either have you know bad credit or unscorable, what does that even mean? Do they just not have anything that they've but ever borrowed? But that's exactly it. They've never borrowed. They're not officially on the books for I anything. See. And you need to start building that so you have a history. Okay. Now, people hear about a credit report. A credit score and a credit report are linked, but they're different. That score is changing all the time, but that report, that's an expansive report that really looks about your kind of your spending history. Okay. So Steph, so why does the credit score matter and how does it affect you financially? Okay. So lots of people say, well, it doesn't matter. I can go out and get a credit card. Look closely at that credit card. Look at what the terms are because that credit score, it ranges from 350 to 800, 800 being the highest. And the closer you are to 800, the more doors open for Mm -hmm. you, meaning you get better terms on a loan. Or, you know, we talk about credit cards that have perks, cash back, miles. The better your credit score, the more those kind of perks are going to be available to you. And does it also affect like the kind of rate you would get on a mortgage? Absolutely. On a mortgage, on a car loan, they want to know how good are you are paying back loans in the past. That's what they decide what they want to do for you going forward. Okay, Steph, I thought I knew the answer to this one, but I had a margarita and I forgot. <laughs> there you go. Um, Don't blame them. How do, you, how do you improve your credit score? Okay, here's the thing. Th- this is something everyone can work on. You got to know what you owe. So that credit report, normally you can get it once a year. Now, because of a COVID provision, you can get it every week for the rest of the year. You got to figure out what your financial picture is. Can you start paying down some of your debt? If you have uh, credit available to you, let's say $10,000, only use 30% of that. Okay. So $3,000. And if you really have a lot of debt out there, really consider debt consolidation, right? You don't want to have all those credit cards. You don't want to be opening new credit cards or closing any. You want to be slow and steady. I know we'll go over here, but I noticed some of these credit card companies now in your online portal will show you what your credit score is and you can check it out uh, firsthand. This is about uh, if you don't have any credit, how do you build your credit? Okay, you want to, this is exactly what Chanel was talking about in the beginning, people who are unscorable. You need to start building your credit. Right. So you want to have ongoing loans that you are paying. Start with a starter credit card. You Mm -hmm. can get one if you're a student, if you're fresh out of school. That's usually no annual fee. And you can start to say, I'm going to pay a bill every month on this automated. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start to show a track. Always pay it in full. Yeah. If you can. Right. The last thing I want you to do is say, oh, my gosh, I got a credit card. Let me overspend. Overspend. You are going to get hit with so many fees and so much interest. Mm -hmm. That's going to hurt you now. But in the future, when you want to go buy a house in five and 10 years. Are different things count differently to your credit score? Absolutely. Right. For example, if you're doing buy now, pay later services, they don't really help. You want to have these ongoing recurring bills that you're showing and you're paying every single month. That's a nice look. That's how you build your credit. No, it's important. I think some people think they shouldn't so that they don't get into credit trouble. 
But they need start to. small. Yeah. Right? Don't put everything on that credit card yeah. and then you're out of no. luck. Start small so they go, hey now. Okay. I can't be overdrawn. I still have checks. <laughs> hey now. The one, the only Stephanie Rule. Thanks, Steph. Go. Thank you, Stephanie. Good to Thanks see you guys. For these and more money tips anytime, go to today.com slash on the money. All right. Well, coming up, the family behind an iconic New York City restaurant with a rich history. They welcome me into their kitchen to make some of the famous fried chicken they are known for. Then later, we're going to catch up with Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brent. And what's their relationship to Jacob Soberall? Whoa, Whoa! Stick around for that one. That's right. Stick around today. We'll be right back. <laughs> This morning in our series, Family Style, we're visiting an iconic Harlem restaurant uh, with ties to the civil rights movement. The legendary Sylvia's brought Southern soul food to New York more than 60 years ago. I got to catch up with the latest generation that's still serving the community today. Soul food is the cultural identity marker that really surmises our journey as a people living in America. Trinesse Woods Black is the granddaughter of the legendary queen of soul food, Sylvia Woods. Originally from South Carolina, Sylvia moved to New York during the Great Migration to escape the atrocities of the Jim Crow South. You were black. You know, Harlem was the place to be. Sylvia finding work at a diner, which she eventually purchased from the owner. Her restaurant becoming a prominent place in the community as the civil rights movement took hold in New York City. My grandmother, she played her role as ensuring that the community leaders had a place to, to meet and to commune and to strategize. Everyone dined at Sylvia's, Dizzy Gillespie, Ozzie Davis, Ruby Dee. You know, these are actors and actresses that were on the front line. Sylvia's strong commitment to social justice continues to this day. The restaurant welcoming congressmen, mayors, even presidents. One of the reasons why politicians flock to Sylvia's is because this is where the community is. We have guests that eat with us every single day. And it's this food that keeps locals and tourists alike coming back for decades. Trinessa's little brother, Marcus Woods, has been the executive chef for five years. Sylvia's grandson, it is so good to see you. Yeah. And you're back here, you're running the kitchen. What? What's that like for you? I mean, knowing that this legacy your grandmother's in. I'm honored. I'm honored. I still get to cook for people like you in the, the community of Harlem. You know, the amazing thing is food brings people together. You look in that dining room, everybody's there. Yes. So we used to always say that the first time you come to Sylvia's, you're a guest. The second time, you're family. According to Marcus, fried chicken, the most beloved menu item. So... Did your grandmother teach you how to do this? Yes, she taught me how to fry chicken, everything down to the seasoning. So I helped Marcus whip up the next batch. Now is that just plain, plain flour? Yeah, this is plain flour. Uh -huh. We add a little coarse black pepper to it. Uh-huh. After the chicken is coated, into the deep fryer. What's the best part of working here? That every day when I walk in, I get to feel like my grandmother's still with me. Uh -huh. yeah. Wow. Like I feel her. I, I can really feel her presence in this place. And it reminds you, every time you're feeling a little lazy, it's like, all right, she's watching. You better <laughs> pick, up your, pick up the pace. And oh yes, time for a taste. That's perfect. Perfect? Wow, the seasoning, moist, crisp. Your grandmother's smiling right now. 
That's Sylvia's fried chicken right there. Marcus, this is fantastic. It's so great to see you. Yeah. If, if you don't mind, I'm going to take this piece to go. Oh, I'm going to pack up a whole bunch for you. <laughs> Thank you. That was cute. That was good. Uh, I okay. know, I met Marcus when he was five years really? old. Really? Yeah. Oh. So now here he is running the kitchen. And so it's so great seeing him and Trinesse. Absolutely. You, you were in that restaurant. It's all family that's running that restaurant. And in the full family-style episode, we're going to visit Dookie Chase's okay. in New Orleans, okay. which famously defied segregation laws wow. in Louisiana. And we're going to share the story behind one of the oldest black-owned restaurants in California. You probably know this one. Pie Queen? Lois the Pie Queen. I've never, uh, right. pie. I've never it, been there. Yeah, it's amazing. So, hmm. Family Style airs today at 10.30 a.m. Eastern on our streaming channel, Today All Day, on Peacock or your smart TV. That was really awesome. good. The only disappointment good. is we didn't get any fried chicken. I was going to say, you didn't bring any back. Could have gone with the margarita. <laughs> Let's exactly. go. We got to get up there. All right. Coming up next, Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brin are here live to talk about their hit show, Home Design and Family, including an interesting connection to our friend Jacob. We are really building this I up. Know, oh, right? yeah. Like, don't disappoint me. Besides the great hair, there's got to be something else. And then later, some straight talk about our phones, how they could be ruining our posture and what we can all do about it. We'll be right back. Nothing. All right, guys, this morning we are catching up with interior design power couple Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brent. Uh -huh. The two have brought their home styling to the TV screen for years, and they are back with the newest season of their HGTV series, The Nate and Jeremiah Home Project. It's like TV heaven for me. In each episode, <laughs> they help families create a space that reflects who they are. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Nice. We're going to get into the uh, okay, personal fine. details in a minute, fine. but can I ask you about the show? Yeah. So you're, you're, t you're this is, these are people's lives. How do you make sure that when you're doing these home renovation projects, people are actually going to like what you're doing? Well, listen, there's always a little bit of risk. And I have been doing this for so many years that I don't have that panic moment, but I look at his eyes every moment before reveal. <laughs> and he's like, they're going to hate it. I'm they're an adult diaper the entire experience. He, he I, it stresses me out yeah. because it's every bit of money that they've saved. It's every memory they've ever had. So I think, you know, there's no real algorithm for making it a success, but we listen and we care about the people we get to do it with. And that's really what's guided us throughout the whole thing. I can only imagine the time and the patience that it takes what about for you guys and the dynamic for you being a couple and then working together? I mean, that's 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 a lot. It's a thing. Yes, let's hear you answer this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're referring it's to. It's that keeps on um, giving. No, you know what? It's funny. We it, it is challenging sometimes to like work together for 14 hours and then go home and raise the kids and you know make sure you make sure dinners on. The you table talk about and, it when you get home. Always. Yeah, 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 we do. I mean, but the thing is too is that I I don't. It's not. We come first as a couple. Our family comes first always. And so this is, we're lucky that we get to spend all day together because I wouldn't want to be away from him for 14 hours a day. Yeah. I don't, you know, that doesn't sound fun to me. No. It's the perfect That idea. was like the sweetest thing ever. I we really that. like love each other. Yeah. You know, That's can you tell thing. this is, there's real love here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this, this is obviously a family affair. So, so Nate, could you explain the family connection between yourself oh, yes. and Jacob Sobero? Yes. So, um, <laughs> Jacob's grandfather, Parents yep. and my grandparents exactly. were brother and sister. Oh. They owned a deli, guys. Yeah. They owned a deli Where? in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minnesota together. Really? Yeah. That's it. The Blake Bardell. Yeah. There it is. Explains yeah. so much. I never so, went. <laughs> you went. I never yeah. went. Well, I was you never went because you were my yeah, you, died. Yeah, exactly. And you were raised in oh California, my so gosh. my grandparents took it over when your grandfather died with your grandma. Exactly. And I was like afraid of the meat slicer. I remember <laughs> they had a safe in the floor, wow. and I always used to ask them to show it to me. But I, we would go every Sunday. 
My mom would babysit Nate when he was, what, three years old yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Well, fun fact, his yes. mother, Patty, his sister Molly had a baby whose name is Nathan. So yep. He's the new Nathan. Yeah, he is. And his mother posted this picture of um, her pushing Nathan in a stroller saying, oh, you know, the first for everything or whatever. And I was like, I was the first <laughs> It's Nathan. so yeah, true. Yeah. In a the original. Don't it's forget so that. Awesome. Well, you guys have good genes. You're both like zen and healthy and all this. I told you, I take Propecia's with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go back to the show. This yes. is making me have a rash talking about it. <laughs> let's dig in more on you How how do you make sure people are doing this on their own and saving money while they're doing it, Jared? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, I think the first thing about that that I think separates our show from a lot of others is that we tell people's stories through their things and we get to know them through their things. And the the first and the biggest part of the process is editing. So many times you look around the room and you've got a house full of things that don't actually represent who you are anymore Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. And so that is where we start. And you'd be be surprised with how liberating it is when you come back into your space and all that noise is cleared out. So purging the stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, and also move your stuff around. I mean, it's free. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that we do is we take a full accounting of everything that has meaning for these couples and these families that we work with. And so when we do that, obviously things drop out and then we revisit things in a new way. Mm-hmm. We'll break up the dining room sideboard and use it as an entry table with a so mirror great. over it. So, you know, everyone's asking, well, how do I save money and live beautifully? The first thing is clean your house. Mm-hmm. And the second is look at all your stuff and kind of we shift stuff in our house from room to room. I love it. Like it's like shopping week. in your own room. I did it yesterday. Exactly. We're almost out of time really quickly. How are your kids? Like, do they understand that, like, you guys <laughs> are the cutest stars? kids on planet Earth? <laughs> How old are they? There are seven and four, soon to be five and eight, and they are perfect. Oh. And I heard they yeah. like design. One of them, right? They, they both, does, well, yeah. they both have very clear opinions. Look at them. And Poppy's got better style than us both They're combined. They're the most stylish, <laughs> stylish children on Poppy. Oh, that's your, that's your fine one to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please. Oh, your wow. kid looks like an ad. I love the family title. Can I say, sorry, I know we got to go, but I have to thank both of them, especially Nate. When I first was getting started out in this business, he took me out to lunch here in New York. He told me exactly what to do. I followed his instructions exactly. And now look at you. And now I get to hang out with wow. you guys every day. But you know, this is the first time I think I've ever seen you I know you're like nervous. It's like, I need Craig Melvin's powder puff. Somebody bring it in. It says margarita. So exactly. Nate, you have to come back and like co-host or something. Oh, like, my all my you guys great have to do. pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hilarious. You guys will do a family show or something. Nate, Love you Jeremiah, guys. Thank you for thank being you here. For being so here. Love you guys. Love you. Well, the new season of the Nate and Jeremiah Home Project premieres tonight on HGTV. All right. So when we come back, grab a chair because we're going to show you some simple exercises to help us correct our posture, especially if you're stuck at a desk all day. Then later, how's this? sound pasta night yeah we're cooking a cozy meaty italian meal that you can whip up in no time as the third hour of today comes back good stuff oh look at this love that's great but i am sweating i'm like like, join hoda kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast making space for season five i am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. 
doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. This morning and start today, we are not trying to work up a sweat. This time we are focusing on exercises to help correct our pasta. Our, our, our pasta. <laughs> That's the next segment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yikes. To correct posture. all the pasta we've been eating. After hours of being us <laughs> over, I'm like, this pasta is there. Laptops and phones. Sorry. There's some easy exercises. Sorry, Doc. Did you know we're professionals, Easy actually? exercises, too. were worried about me. So here today we have board-certified clinical specialist in orthopedic physical therapy, Dr. Karina. Wu, good morning to you. I will not look at the pasta when I sit in this chair. So the first one we're talking about is tech neck. Text neck. Text neck. Text yes. neck. Oh, I thought it was from when you're on technology too often. Your neck hurts. Well, both. No, you can yeah. call so it, it either. Kind of, that Same is, yes. thing. So how do you She always wants that? to call things what so, she wants to call them. <laughs> no, exactly. First things first is you want to put the phone in the correct place. Okay. So most oftentimes people it's hold down. the phone down uh-huh. here. It's not good for your neck. It causes okay. that pain. So you want to place the phone up towards eye level, uh-huh. but don't put your arms out because it will tire your arms. Okay. So you tuck your elbows in at your side okay. and just relax comfortable position, hold Mm -hmm. the phone here. And then the next part is place your head back in space over your torso. Ah. Because for every inch forward, your head sits over your torso. Mm -hmm. It increases the load in your neck by 10 pounds. Does it it make a difference? People are adjusting for their eyes. Yes, I know. I'm over 40. So yes, you want to put it in this general vicinity. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you need to do this for every, what was that? For every inch like forward, this. your head sits yes. in front of your torso. It increases the load by 10 pounds in your neck. That's, That's what causes the neck pain because all the muscles are straining. That's okay, good. so talk so, about uh, alignment, head so, alignment. So head posture. alignment, one of the exercises we give is pigeon neck. So you're pulling the head back in space. Like that, yeah. This is when you're... Looking like, see, are you, I knew that was going to come out. Are you putting your head back in space? And then you also want to place it there and just keep it there because oftentimes we are forward-headed. It's kind of choking me while I'm doing that with my tie on. Okay, are you so supposed to do this? You don't want to cut off your blood. <laughs> okay. oh, that's Seriously, good. you're supposed okay. to do that you know, throughout the day? Yes. Right. So you want to correct that. So okay. then what we want to do is we want to correct our posture. So okay. let's go I ahead do. and take a seat. Oh, yeah, so, so for hunching exercises. forward. If you, yes. Like, I'm a, I'm a hunter. Me too. <laughs> Everyone is forward-headed, forward-shoulder. Yeah. So we yeah. want to correct it. Okay. I like to do some mobility first. Okay. So we're going to do shoulder rows. Nice, easy shoulder rows. So really squeeze the shoulders up, squeeze Ooh. back, and really pull them down. That feels good. You might yes. feel things clicking, mm-hmm. popping, but this helps loosen up Ooh. the muscles for the next exercise, okay. Okay. which is going to be... Scapular squeezes or shoulder blade squeezes. So okay. arms up at 90-90. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're going to really squeeze your shoulder blades back and then let them go. Uh-huh. So this exercise is to turn the muscles on in mm-hmm. between the shoulder blades that helps position the shoulder blades on your torso. Chanel's flexible. Forward You're bend. flexible. Oh, look, and the control room. Oh, look at the control room. Very nice. Yeah. Allie, keep going. I love that. How often should we do this? Like, you can do, do these several times a day. Several five times to eight a day. reps. You're not, you're not turning into an exercise session. This is for a correction of your posture. And what about core strength? I feel like that could core be part strength? of it. Yes, that's another part. But let's get moving into the spine extension. Because okay. Poor posture is a forward and down position. Mm-hmm. You want to go up and back. So clasp your hands behind your head. Yep. Elbows are wide. Head's resting in your hands. Yep. And then just go ahead and backward bend. So this is a great exercise because it really, exactly, opens up the front of you. Mm -hmm. And then it corrects that forward and down posture by bringing your 
body. And you know back, who's been sweating. And, uh, <laughs> we're all sweating. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I can see sweating. it in the armpits. Uh, yes. okay. so well, Nate and Jer, we're on. You know? Spine correction. Okay. And then after that, we're going to do a nice big chest stretch. So arms forward, palms together, mm -hmm. bend your hands backwards. So bend at the wrist, sweep your arms straight back, really open up your chest, Ooh. pull those shoulder mm -hmm. blades back, mm -hmm. pull the fingertips back, bend forward the hands, and then bring the arms straight back. That one feels good. great. This Ooh, is a good. great stretch because it really stretches your chest muscles, your arm muscles, all the way down to the palm, and it tensions the nerve, so it gets everything from the chest all the way down to the fingertips. That's so a really, really important stretch. Dr. Wu, really you are awesome. This is awesome. Good. And well, anybody can do this, right? Anybody can do we this. We can all sit in a chair. There is one more if you want to do it. Yeah, sure. Real quick. Okay, Let's do a seated really cat cow, seated cat cow. So feet hip width or shoulder width apart, okay. hands resting on the knees, and then just tuck your tailbone under mm -hmm. and round your spine. This is the only time we let you do that. And then tuck your tailbone oh. out and Dr. So Wu, thank you forth. so much. Thanks, Dr. Wu. And by the way, if you want to see these moves again, you can check them out at today.com start slash start today. Well, coming up next, our pal Elena Besser is going to correct our pasta. Pasta. Uh, <laughs> if you have 30 minutes, you can whip up a fantastic oh midnight oh. meal. <laughs> this morning in our Today Table series, we are making a cozy pasta dish that is perfect for a winter weeknight dinner. And the best part is you can whip this up in just 30 minutes. Mm. So here to show us how is one of our favorites, Elena Besser, chef and TV host. And by the way, if you want to cook along with us, just scan that QR code on the screen. Good morning to you. Good morning, my hey. friend. It smells good. Are you ready for so some more pasta? Oh, yeah. Pasta. Ah. We got yeah. meat in this one. We sure do. And we're starting off with one of my favorite kitchen tricks, which is Italian sausage. Mm -hmm. We are sauteing this with a little vegetable masher, oh. which is wild, but one of the things that I love to do to mm -hmm. make sure that I'm breaking up that sausage in the pot so that it can be in little bite-sized pieces okay. we are mixing it all up and if you're getting the uh, sweet and Italian so and spicy Italian sausage in advance and taking them out of the casings it already has a ton of flavor mm -hmm. added to it from the spices right. and garlic and things so we're just flavor packing that okay the next thing you're gonna want to do if you don't have a potato masher and it's not breaking up large enough is you'll pick up those sausage bits mm -hmm. give them a bit of a rough chop cup it up a little bit and okay. you're good to go yeah. oh cool okay right. so, so this is gonna that, hang yeah. out on the side that's building all of our flavor mm -hmm. we've rendered some of that delicious pork fat, and we're using that to toast up some pine nuts. Oh, the pine so the same nuts, in the same fat from yes, the oh. the same fat. This is all pork goal. fat. We want this whole thing to happen in one pot. Okay. I don't like doing dishes. No, you know, it's just not a good time. So some pine nuts. You want to make sure they don't nuts, burn. Exactly. We don't want them to burn. We're going to cook them for about two to three and minutes. What did you put in? I lemon? just added in some finely chopped up lemon. Oh, yeah. all it's oh. going to add some amazing bright oh, lemony essence and flavor. So mm -hmm. with the richness that we have going on here with the sauce. Mm -hmm. It's going to balance everything out beautifully. Okay. okay. Next up, we have an ingredient that, you know, nice. it could be controversial. I, not a lot of people love fennel. It seems I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy I like about it. the fennel. The I like it. flavor, that mm -hmm. licorice flavor can be a little bit polarizing, but let me tell you, once you saute it down, it mellows out, it adds a really nice richness, and it's like the sassy sister of an onion. The ah, sassy, the sassy sister. sister. That's like But you have to kind of cook it down a little, or Yeah, no? you cook it down, you saute it down, we're chopping it just like you would chop mm -hmm. up an onion giving it a nice dice, and then you're going to add it and to that pot. And you've with, got some onion there, too. Exactly. We What's in the pot? Onion. Butter? we got garlic. A little butter. Butter. We always need a little bit 
of butter. Of course you do, Elena. You know, you got to do it. Okay. And so that is going to saute down until mm -hmm. it's nice and fragrant and the onion is translucent. Okay, and then we're so coming good. back Come on, to right. our sausage experience. Okay. So we're going to add the that. sausage experience. It's, it's the sausage experience. I like so that. That is a formal And we're going to add that right back into the pot. Okay. Our pasta separately has been cooking up until right. it's al dente. This mm -hmm. pasta shape is called pockery. It's rigatoni without the lines. Mm -hmm. I love this. Could you it's use any pasta right? if you want? Any pasta yeah. you want. I really prefer good. a pasta that has Come a on. tube so that it can catch all that delicious okay. flavor. Pop that pasta in there, Al. Okay. And your secret ingredient. Pasta water, you know it. That's going to create a luscious, creamy sauce without any extra mm -hmm. ingredients. Wow. And then last but certainly not least, we got to brighten it up. So we're uh -huh. going to add a, a little, little bit a little more lemon. of lemon. Okay. Yes, so the juice is going to add that brightness. Those little lemon bits oh that we've gosh. added earlier mm -hmm. are going to add a little more of that lemon oil and essence. Top it off with those pine nuts, the lemon. Wow. Oh, my God. Fennel fronds, which are on the top of a fennel. Oh. So you don't have to buy extra. I herbs. like that little garnish. It's a fun yeah. little unexpected yeah. garnish. I Don't like throw that. It's fun. Away. Elena, this tastes like something out of a fine restaurant. Thank you, Chanel. This is like fine dining. I think you should bottle pasta water and sell it. I agree. <laughs> what should we call it? Elena's pasta, pasta water. Pasta water, okay. yeah. Done. Yeah, Thank good. you, Elena. This Thank is fantastic. You. This is worth oh it gosh. to make it home. You can buy all of the ingredients, which makes it so simple mm. for this recipe at home by scanning that QR code or head to today.com slash what to cook this week. Ooh, I like that. And you're right about the funnel. You like it it's, now? No. Oh, I do like it's it, Sam. I taste. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, we should mention today earns a commission from the purchases. Sam, I, <laughs> I do like it, Sam. I am. This is really good. We'll See you later. We'll be back. Would you, could you, with a fox? <laughs> would you, could you, in a box? So good. Mm. Oh, my God. This has been so great. As part of our Discover Black Heritage series, we are spotlighting local heroes making a difference in their communities. So starting with Mache Ashton from Washington, D.C. She is the founder of Digital Pioneers Academy, D.C.'s first and only computer science-focused middle and high school. Look at this picture. Driven by her own experiences as a student, Mache wanted to create a school where everyone feels known, loved, and respected. The school's mission is to develop the next generation of innovators. So well done, Absolutely. Mache. Love Beautiful. that. Yes. All right, next, we've got Katina Davis from Mississippi. She is the founder of Wear It Well Incorporated, a nonprofit that provides programs and resources to folks battling life-altering illnesses. Mm -hmm. Katina started the organization in honor of her late grandma, who taught her the importance of compassion and lending a helping hand. Wear It Well provides many services like workplace training, medical payment assistance. So we thank you for that, Great Katina. Great job, yeah, Katina. Thanks to both of them. Thanks to both uh -huh. of them. Guys, tomorrow coming up in the third hour today, we are catching up with members of two very famous families. Ella Blue Travolta and Sailor Brinkley Cook. Ah. All right, coming up on Hoda and Jenna, you're going to be hanging out uh, yes. with Jenna, chatting about this with the star of Creed 3 and uh -huh. the new Ant Man movie, Jonathan Majors. Who nice. I'm going to try to keep, both. keep my eyelashes today. All We're right. going to see you tomorrow. Get on over there. Have a great day. Come on. Bye. Bye bye.